Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is the Holistic Monitor, and I'm your host, Nick Sconia. On today's show, we're going to be going over brainwaves, and most specifically, theta brainwaves, and what the benefit is in controlling your brainwaves for memory and for learning. So we ask, what is the purpose of brainwaves? What are brainwaves? Your brain is constantly producing bursts of electrical activity. Uh, This is how the clusters of neurons in your brain communicate through these electrical storms uh, within each other. Okay. When your brain produces these electrical impulses, this is what is known as brainwave activity. So when there is no brainwave activity, you're brain dead. Your brain produces five different types of brain waves, each of which operates at a different speed. From fastest to slowest, the five types of brain waves include gamma, beta, alpha, theta, and delta. In this episode, we're going to be mostly covering the benefits of theta, uh, the function of theta, and how it's different from the other types of brain waves. Now, you may have heard of alpha as a uh, you know, number one alpha type of brainwave, a, uh, the real go-getter, but really in alpha waves, it's more like in-sync and meditative. Uh, for uh, our purposes, uh, theta is a brainwave pattern that really exhibits what we want, which is the increased learning and increased memory. Theta resides below alpha. So theta would be like lucid sleep or um, just before you get real deep into sleep. So what are theta brainwaves? Theta brainwaves occur when you sleep or dream, but they don't occur during the deeper stages of sleep. They can occur when you are falling asleep or suspended in that light phase of sleep, the uh, lucid state, uh, just before waking up and just as you're falling asleep. Theta brain waves can occur when you are awake, but typically uh, that's only when you're deeply relaxed, um, you know, when you're kind of on autopilot and just going through the motions, zoning out real hard, okay? not really focusing on anything specifically here and now. Now, if you do experience high levels of theta waves while you're awake, you can feel real groggy, um, unmotivated, and unable to concentrate. Now, experts believe that theta waves are important for processing information and creating memories. And uh, as researchers and uh, academics learn more about how they work and how they relate to different types of learning, um, it can be useful in determining how best to help people, ourselves. And how are they measured? That's a great question that comes up. How do, you, how do they know? They use an EEG, an electroencephalogram, and uh, that's... Uh, basically assesses the electrical activity going on in the brain and records the waves. This is how we know what different states are producing what different waves. 
I recently heard that um, babies, one and two-year-old and under, are in a delta brainwave pattern. I don't have research to back that up, but uh, it makes a lot of sense that they're in the kind of a deep dream state as far as brain activity goes. I do seem to think that, you know, one and two years old, they're learning so much that their activity in their, in their brain is actually on fire. But uh, apparently, delta waves is where they're existing. Um, so like a deep sleep. Uh, two to two to uh, ten, I think it is, is uh, uh, kids that are two to ten years old are existing in theta, which we call lucid. Uh, again, memories, deep learning, and but again, so much learning is going on. I feel like there's a lot of focus, and I'm not sure how accurate that uh, those statements would be. But something to keep in mind that um, you know, while we were young. We were doing a lot of impressing upon ourselves as far as memories go and, and learning new things. And we may have been in a subconscious state like theta waves in a lucid state, learning, existing, experiencing. And this could be why some kids are able to see, uh, you know, their, their uh, imaginary friends, quote unquote, and that they're actually having another, um, and possibly uh, a better perception into different dimensions. So getting back to this on theta waves, they're measured in cycles per second, which is the Hertz. And we have, uh, read about this in Project Isis, The Fundamentals of Human Electricity. We learn all about uh, the electricity of the body. Uh, different waves occur at different times, depending on what you're doing and how you feel. So uh, if you're not feeling great and your concentration is low, it could mean that your brain activity is slowing. So think of your brain waves as a spectrum or a radial spectrum. Uh, it goes very fast to very slow. The spectrum would not be complete without all of the brain waves. So theta waves fall near the lower end of the spectrum. They are slower than alpha waves, but faster than delta waves. The EEG measures theta waves in the range of 4 to 8, 4 to 8 hertz. Now, all five types of the brain waves have different but important roles to play when it comes to health and wellness. Uh, at various times of the day, different types of brain waves will be active, and this is normal. Certain factors can disrupt this natural cycle. Um, stress, to name one big one. Uh, medications, of course. Um, lack of sleep. And I would also say too much sleep can also affect these uh, normalized brainwave patterns. Gamma waves are the fastest of all brainwaves. They oscillate up to 100 hertz range, maybe even higher than that. 
uh, light bulbs are working at 60 at 60 Hertz okay so um, when you're going up that high with your mind and your your mindset your brainwave activity you're really driving a lot of concentration um, so mainly gamma waves are produced when you're intensely focused on something or fully engaged in solving a problem you're probably at your peak when your brain is emitting gamma waves though i would say highly likely for burnout as well uh, just below the gamma waves in the spectrum are the beta waves and these waves fall in the range of 12 to 38 hertz these are the brain waves that dominate when you're awake alert and busy you may have relatively faster waves or high beta that occur when you are engaged in very complex thought processes or you may have slower or low beta waves which tend to occur more when you are reflecting on something a little bit more of a daydream dropping you closer to alpha state now what is alpha if you are sitting uh, quietly meditating or just deeply relaxed and not concentrating on any thought this is your alpha wave alpha brainwaves measure between 8 and 12 hertz and fall right in the middle of the spectrum so I say that 8 hertz is the happy place it's the low alpha and the high theta that's the place to be when you go to sleep if you are able to uh, slowly fall into a dream you're passing through the theta and then into sleep you're going into delta at the bottom of the brain wave spectrum below the theta waves the deep and slow delta waves occur now they go from 0.5 to 4 hertz both delta waves and theta waves occur when you sleep but delta waves are the waves that dominate when you're in a period of deep restful sleep so you do want to hit delta every day are you able to work with these in some way to um, you know gain access to um, changing or fluctuating your brain waves yes absolutely and that really is the point of this episode um, you can meditate and begin a practice of meditation even do light activity like yoga to drop yourself and your brainwave pattern down to the lower hertz range in the alpha uh, for some there is a little goal to try and access the dream space the theta waves from the meditation so uh, dreaming awake there are methods to uh, help increase your likelihood to wake up while you're dreaming and this is one of the best ways to start accessing the low theta or the upper delta in a very wild world if you've ever done it if you've ever woken up in your dreams i'd love to hear about it i'm gonna post a comment or uh, send a uh, voice memo 
I would love to hear some stories about your dreams of waking up and what kind of activities you've been able to perform. <clears throat> For a long time I had it as a goal to see myself sleeping and I did achieve that but initially I would always find a mirror and see myself in the dream which was <clears throat> definitely a way to wake up real fast <laughs> and have an uncontrollable descent out of the brain waves into you know alpha into a wakefulness but um, at one point I did see myself sleeping and uh, it was the most interesting connection I had with that myself sleeping uh, it felt like it was a connection directly to the heart almost felt like a heart attack to tell you the truth but uh, it did wake me up right away it was such shock but for a long time I had that as a goal to try and see myself sleeping <clears throat> I remember I was doing some kind of dream and then I was being chased it's very typical um, but I decided you know what I'm gonna run to where I'm sleeping in the dream so wherever I was I started running to where I was sleeping and I ran up the stairs and I opened the door and there I was and I woke up it was a moment me and myself had a moment <laughs> and uh, but yeah very uh, strong energy and uh, electrical current and it woke me up real quick um, I've had a lot of dreams of flying some of these border on theta um, I'm slightly aware. I become a little bit more aware that I can just about do anything in my dreams. And then I start to fly or start to move around fast or do l large leaps. Um, I definitely seem to like to run and jump really high a whole lot. <laughs> um, but, um, what have you experienced? Have you had some more active dreaming where you're able to do more activity? or seek out things in your dreams, uh, answers or people, places, whatever it may be. There's a whole world at, inside if you're willing to go in there. And then it takes a little bit of effort, but uh, the rewards seem to be pretty great when you can active dream. I have uh, set my internal clock to go off right before my alarm goes off in the morning so that I have a little bit of meditation time where I can go through my day and do my own processing for the day and utilizing theta wave dream space or lucid dreaming to help anticipate the things that might occur during the day. I get a lot out of that. I find it's very helpful and helps me prepare for some unexpected things. Um, I'm not sure if anybody else is doing that or has done that, but I, I find it to be very valuable morning meditation, uh, lacing my meditation with the lucid state of partially being awake. Now, are there any other methods to manipulate the brainwaves? Most specifically to get into that theta, or potentially in the delta, depending on where you want to go, or alpha. There is a method that is uh, not proven, and I guess not accepted in the academic circles, but <clears throat> the binaural beat is a way of entrancing the brainwave with an, um, 
with a beat that's um, a little slightly faster on one side, one ear, and um, you know another circuit at uh, usually what uh, 200, 250, something like that on one end and 203 on the other or 253 on the other ear and having the beats go between ears very fast very rapidly pushing the brain waves to um, at the specific carrier drive it down towards a lower hertz rate um, apparently this works within 10 minutes so that's really not too much um, time or devotion with these binaural beat machines you can achieve a meditative state within 10 minutes, or some people never get to meditate at all. So I feel like it's pretty valuable. Uh, if you're a clinician, you work with clients, uh, that could be a great um, end or beginning to therapy sessions. Uh, I could see the advantage in uh, massage therapy, where you would have your client come in and then drop them into a alpha or theta states that kind of get the road, get the outside world off of them and lower their levels a little bit so that when you go to do the massage or the body work or energy work, that the brain waves aren't in the way. Their electrical impulse isn't in the way of the healing process that their body's going to undergo in the session. Does anybody out there use the binaural beat method. Uh, to me, that seems like a really awesome way to get into changing the brainwave activity to a more manageable and usable way um, within 10 minutes. I mean, that's just fantastic. So I'd love to hear some feedback on uh, brainwaves, on dreaming, and potentially uh, anything that you do to work with your brainwave patterns and mindset whether that be meditation, active dreaming, lucid dreaming, uh, extra rest, pretty much anything would work, right? Because your brain waves are going to fluctuate depending on your conscious level. So if you're making sure you get extra sleep, you're also making sure that you're getting extra delta, extra theta to help balance out maybe those gammas. Gammas are useful, but again, on that high range, I would expect uh, some burnout to come about from that uh, within short order and a high demand for a balance with delta. To me, 8 hertz, low alpha, high theta is the way to go. Now, what is your experience? Are you using theta waves in your daily life? Do you use it with your patients or your clients? I'd love to hear more. Please drop me a comment wherever you're hearing this podcast, and let's discuss. Let's have a discussion about how you're using the alpha waves or the theta waves to increase your uh, serenity and uh, lower your stress. I would love to do an interview if you've got a, a clinic or a practice where you're uh, utilizing uh, any of the uh, uh, dichotic work as far as the uh, uh, brain responses to uh, the uh, binaural beats or uh, some other method that you're using. 
I would love to get uh, an interview with somebody that's working with uh, their clients to reduce stress or to uh, perhaps do uh, past life recall or something of that nature. If you're using it in your daily life for your meditation practice, what's working best? You can leave a uh, voice message with me at the anchor page for the Holistic Monitor. You can also leave a comment wherever you're hearing this podcast. So that's going to be the end of our episode for this time around on theta waves and brainwave patterns. Uh, I'm hopeful that I'll get some feedback from y'all. And our next episode involving brainwaves will have some of that uh, some of that commentary to go over and perhaps even an interview. That would be great. Um, are you using it in your practice? Are you using it in your meditation practice? Uh, these are all things I'd love to hear more about and how you're how you're gaining uh, access to controlling those uh, brain waves and drawing them down towards the alpha or the theta or even the delta. I do hope you learned something in this podcast. Be sure to go to our YouTube channel where you can find out all sorts of information on SAF and see videos for these podcasts as well. We also have our school, the Institute for Modern Holistic Alchemy, which is modernholisticalchemy.com with lots of courses and our free SAF course, which will allow you to learn about SAF, the history of it, the application of it, and what is it. So, signing off. Until next time, be well.